Welcome to Digest and Invest, the podcast from eToro that brings you the top financial stories and discusses their effect on the markets. The content that will be discussed is intended for information and educational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or investment recommendation. Make sure you understand the risks involved in trading before committing any capital and never risk more than you are prepared to lose. Past performance is not an indication of future results. And now on to the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another episode of the Digest and Invest podcast. I am Sam North, the trading school lead here at eToro. And as usual, I am joined by Josh Gilbert, our market analyst based out in Sydney, Australia. Good to have you on board today. Yep, great to be here as always, Sam. Thanks for having me back. Good stuff. How's uh, how's tricks? I know you've just received your first COVID jab. How are you feeling? Any any superpowers I need to be aware of? I'm not quite Superman yet, unfortunately. Um, and funnily enough, no 5G connection either, actually. So uh, yeah, no, all good. You know, it's good to get it done. Um, got my second one in sort of three weeks here. I think it is in Australia for Pfizer and hopefully we'll be out of this mess soon and as soon as possible um you know looking at you know australia getting those borders open and might be able to to sort of come home and see the family and do the pod together at some point as well so well that is positive what a positive way to start start the podcast however i guess if you're if you're a zoom follower not so positive their reaction to quarter two earnings was was pretty poor and it's continued its slide after tuesday's cash open in the states yesterday uh, so it'd be good to hear your thoughts on that. I guess we can also touch upon PayPal, uh, the news breaking on Monday about the trading platform, which ran on on, on Newswires then, uh, and also some some news or some thoughts on on Amazon and Apple as well. So we'll get your update on that, and then we can also touch upon um, uh, the lowdown on a, on a few currency pairs as well. Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah keen to keen to get into those, and I think you know it's. Uh, been an interesting you know, week to be honest and a lot to cover so some great content to get across cool so to begin zoom talk to me because i'm on a little bit of a dip up here i'm relatively interested but i'd like to obviously know a little bit more about that the earnings so what are what are your thoughts look i think the the bar was set for zoom so so high um and like you say despite their first ever one billion dollar quarter it had a you know pretty horrible session down 16 percent on on tuesday um but look, i think overall the fundamental picture where we are hasn't really changed with zoom the earnings were actually strong um 54 year of the year growth with revenues which you know most would be delighted with but you know, Zoom's expectations are high and that's actually the smallest growth in revenues we've seen since they've gone public, um, going back to sort of 2018. So that's the sort of that, that slight disappointment. So you're still getting growth, but the growth is not enough, right? So I think Zoom was always going to struggle to sort of match those year over year comparisons. Um, obviously, the growth that they sort of had in 2020 and, you know, at points they were meeting sort of 300% um year over year revenue growth and things like that so they were never going to meet that um and that sort of astronomical growth um has then sort of you know pushed towards weaker guidance for q3 because we know it's going to sort of slow down and ultimately all of that combined sort of sent the shares lower um was it expected i think we can probably say yes i think we all expected zoom at some point to sort of slow down i think they had far too many good quarters um to to not have a point where it it did slow down 
look when the world opens up less people you know are going to probably need their services but i still think we'll you know see a lot of businesses using the services um you know i don't just think we're going to completely flip back to you know fly we think we we, we we touched upon it when we we chatted about airlines but when corporate travel and people flying globally all the time i just don't think it's going to happen in the same way you know not when we've been able to do it without that you know why would businesses spend tens of thousands of dollars when they could have a you know yearly subscription to zoom which is obviously going to be far cheaper so i think that has definitely bridged that gap there they're obviously moving into a lot of different services as well they've gained a huge amount of brand recognition globally um just a couple of example i was watching a, a rugby match here in in australia they were all over some shirts here in australia then i flicked across watch um i think it was the f1 there was a big crash with lando norris mm-hmm. zoom all in the background right so they they've they've gained they've gained that brand recognition and you know it's now at the point where we talk about it as a um you know as a uh, you know as a noun essentially we you know we're going to do a zoom or you know when you talk about are oh, we doing an airbnb it's that sort of name now in, in that sense um and over that last 18 months it's gained that recognition uh, so i think these you know, you know the growth prospects of zoom still look appealing um i think we've they're moving into some m a activity i think that's going to be really important um they've got a uh, an acquisition of five nine uh, which is basically a contact center company which should expand their phone services i think that will really help it's not closed yet but yeah i think m a will be will be pretty key uh, moving forward and i think there is there is definitely um you know a shining light there for zoom um but maybe we, we just need to see it come down a little bit more um you know just before you do jump in but yeah definitely is going to you know attract a lot of people at these prices yeah, no, I guess it is is severely discounted right now, and, and the chart, the level that I'm looking at, I put this on my on my Twitter, but 280 uh, looks like a, a pretty good area of support currently trading. Well, after hours, so this is Wednesday morning UK time, trading at at 288. So we'll see how that goes. Down almost 17 percent yesterday. Uh, so we mentioned earlier we wanted to to hear about Amazon and Apple, but in truth, it's more about the firm. Uh, the buy now pay later company who struck a deal with amazon right i I think i'm right in saying that and also apple (laughs) hit a new all-time high to to begin the week so what are your your views on the two yeah well the 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 buy now pay later section has gained a lot of um a lot of interest recently um it's pretty big in australia as well we've got a lot of uh, those stocks listed here um after pay is probably the biggest one of them all other than obviously a firm but um they were acquired by square um which most people probably would have, have seen recently um but yeah a firm ipo'd earlier this year pretty high valuation when they came through i think shares were up around about a hundred dollars um or something like that on initial ipo struggled for a few months really came off that sort of top was down sort of 35 percent but then the announcement with amazon of, of sent shares up about 45 percent on monday given amazon's customer base it's no surprise really that we've seen the shares you know um rise that much you know over the last sort of year if you like last four quarters um customers have spent 610 billion dollars um so to to put it into context what amazon is effectively doing is incorporating a firm's buy now pay later scheme or network into the marketplace so what it will essentially allow customers to do is divide anything that's 50 dollars plus um, into smaller monthly payments um, and in most cases i'm not 100 sure with a firm but in most cases it's interest free um, so it's a big win for a firm and not only 
you know, does it obviously going to add huge volumes? It's going to add huge credibility um, as a business. If Amazon are working with you, you you don't find a bigger retailer than that. Um, And then like, you know, we were talking about it a minute ago, but brand awareness, again, working with someone like Amazon, your name is everywhere. So really, really important for them. Again, the, the, it's pushed them higher, like I say, 45%. Again, really back at that top lofty valuation. Be interesting to see when that sort of integration comes through and the first few quarters and, and those volumes coming through, but that's definitely one to watch. And as you say, yeah, Apple breaking a new all-time high, um, just above $153. It traded slightly lower yesterday, but yeah, new all-time high. Was it ever really in doubt? Um, two and a half trillion dollar company. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, we've chatted before, Sam, obviously about the product line. Um, and we, we've sort of spoke about how AirPods alone have, have a larger monthly revenue than some of the biggest businesses and most popular businesses on the S&P, which is obviously crazy. Um, had a little look today, actually. And the wearable section brings in about uh, in the last quarter. So uh, fiscal Q3 for Apple brought in about eight billion, um, which is more than Airbnb. Shopify, Zoom, Ferrari revenues in a whole fiscal year. So just the wearables for one quarter. So we're talking AirPods, Apple Watches, make more money for Apple than Airbnb, Shopify, Zoom, or Ferrari make in a year. Um, and I could go on. And a fun fact, I will go on. Um, you. you could even combine Twitter, Snap, and Shopify, put all their revenues, and it would still be less than Apple selling headphones and watches. Wow. So um, there you go. You know, it's, that's insane. Talking, it's huge numbers, you know, and that's again, you know, yearly, yearly revenue for for Snap, Shopify, and Twitter compared to one quarter for wearables. Anyway, you know, the, the reason for the move higher though is is the new iPhone 13. Um, is set set to basically have an option which will allow users to send texts or call emergency services with no service, so no cellular data. They've been working on this concept um, since about 2017, so it's a big win, um, you know, to, to to integrate something like this. And obviously, with the sort of 5G upgrade cycle in full swing, you know, I think we can expect to see some stellar sales moving forward. And like I say, I've always said it with Apple, I just can't see that anything's really going to stop them. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the the iPhone 13, how that comes out in the sales. Definitely one to keep keep an eye on, but I'm expecting good things uh, as well. Um, so we talked earlier just before the pod about uh, how it is going in Australia and how you, you're confident enough that uh, borders could be open by end of the year or, or sort of January time. So are you, are you eyeing up a bit of a bit of a holiday and keeping an eye on those exchange rates? Yeah, certainly be looking to get back to the UK at some point. You know, like I say, seeing my family, I keep, I've, you know, rolled my mum, you know, so many times as to when I'm going to be coming home. <laughs> yeah. Bless her. She, she keeps expecting me home every month. But you know, look, I'm, you know, with those, uh, you know, FX rates, I'm still sending, you know, a lot of capital, you know, between the two over time as well. So, you know, always trying to make sure I can get sort of that bang for my buck. But um, speaking of exchange rates, any thoughts on the FX world at the moment? Anything you've been looking at? Yeah, I, well, funny enough, I had a, a webinar yesterday, Market Watch one, one we do every Tuesday. Um, and we, we were going through all the asset pet, uh, classes, but we were on, on currencies and we were just looking at the dollar index. And it's on such a big level of support. And, you know, it's still sort of testing it now. And I feel like if that goes, there actually could be an opportunity for some of those currency pairs to really sort of stretch their legs and go higher against the the US dollar against the greenback and I'm you know I'm looking at the pound the euro the kiwi and the aussie in, in particular 
So when, when we talk about the sort of the, the recent strength of the US dollar, which has been evident over the last sort of couple of months and, and maybe a little bit beyond that as well, you're looking at sort of safe haven flows as the Delta variant sweep the world, uh, America reopening sort of went pretty well and which can be seen from their, their economic data releases. Uh, I mean, when I say well, I mean better than some of the, the other countries. Uh, if we look on the other end of the spectrum, we have so Australia, which had the lockdown, the slow vaccine rollout. But like you're saying, it's starting to, to get a little bit better. So I'm wondering if we're starting to see other countries pay a little bit of catch up. And I was speaking to, to Ben Laidler, our global market strategist, and he's of the view that there is some US dollar weakness into the back end of the year. So certainly something to, to keep an eye out. However, there's always got to be someone to play devil's advocate in this case. And there are things to consider, you know, do the European and American colder seasons, further variants, higher cases, what, what, what's going to happen there? Do the Fed at some point turn more hawkish than they are now? If they do, that's US dollar strength to come back. Uh, do Australia, New Zealand keep pace with their vaccine rollouts? You know, things that, you know, we have to consider. I mean, I think personally we have potentially seen the low for the Kiwi and the Aussie against the greenback. But, you know, if the vaccine rollout was to massively slow, that's probably not going to be the case. So I actually think FX is about to to get pretty interesting yeah i just have a quick look at the chart as you were speaking there and the dollar index hit some pretty big resistance didn't it just after it broke yeah 93.50 sort of hit that top and then came straight off mm-hmm. and struggled to sort of break past that but look yeah like you say there's a lot going on for sure um i think the rest of this year you know going into sort of next year early next year it's going to be really interesting there's so much out there you know like you said did the fed taper um are we going to see you know a correction from the S&P 500, you know, we're closing in on that, you know, 5,000 mark. We'll have to sort of refer back to, you know, I think what we did in the, the second half uh, of the year, um, sort of, I think we did predictions, didn't we? Yeah, That's yeah, absolutely. We got check back in on those. But look, I think we, we're on one of the longest runs ever without a significant pullback, you know, in history. So there's a lot for investors to be looking at, watching. Um, and I think probably the key thing, you know, to, to note is that me and Sam are here to help, you know, so if there's anything, any of you listeners you know want to know let us know we're, we're both on twitter yeah. um you know we're, we're both on the toro platform so give us a heads up you know ping me on twitter i'm josh g underscore toro and sam is sam north underscore toro as well so let us know if there's something you're not sure about um or you need a bit of help give us a shout and we'll certainly talk about it and try to help where possible absolutely yeah yeah hit us up and uh you know anything we talk about in the in the podcast and you want a sort of clarification with a post about a chart or whatever more than happy to to do that uh, if you have made it this far in the podcast thank you very much for listening you can learn more about the markets by visiting our eToro academy there's webinars podcasts guides everything you could possibly need on there so please do come over uh, and check that out josh you and i will be uh, back next week thank you very much for joining no thank you sam and thanks everyone for listening uh, enjoy the rest of your week take care guys have a good one you've been listening to digest and invest from etoro for more information visit etoro.com